Hey, hey, welcome to Youth Factor. We are about to get started with August 8th lesson. I am Pastor Jared, and I am so excited to have you all here with me today. All right, let's jump into this. August 8th. For the believer, obedience is not a pain, but a joy. Each act of obedience celebrates the grace that motivates and empowers it. I remember my brother Ted saying it to me, but I don't I but I didn't realize how right he was. Obedience is its own reward. It is hard to overestimate the grace that motivates each act of obedience in your life and in mine. Sinners tend not to esteem authority. Sinners like to write their own rules. Sinners are good at convincing themselves that their wrongs are not that wrong. Sinners tend to believe in their own autonomy. Sinners tend to think that they're wiser than they are. Sinners tend to have a moral code that is formed more by their desires than by God's law. Sinners tend to think that they don't need what they don't desire. Sinners tend to be self-focused and self-excusing. Sinners tend to crave what God has prohibited. Sinners tend to opt for short-term pleasure over long-term gain. Sinners tend to rebel rather than submit. Because of all, no, yes, because all of the above statements are true, it is a miracle of amazing grace that any of us ever choose to obey God. It is even more a miracle that we can find joy in obeying someone who we cannot see, hear, or touch. It is a wonder of transforming grace that the heart of a self-focused man being the heart of a self-focused human being can abandon the pursuit of his own little kingdom and give itself to serve the purposes of the kingdom of another. Anytime we desire in word, thought, or action to do what pleases God, we are being rescued, transformed, and empowered by his grace. You see, your obedience celebrates grace even in moments when you aren't consciously celebrating it yourself. Each moment of submission to the will of God celebrates this reality. For sin to have no dominion over you, since you are not under the law, but under grace, Romans 6, 14. Sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under the law, but under grace. So smile when you obey. You are experiencing the riches of grace. Give thanks when you submit. You are being rescued by grace. Celebrate when you make the right choice. You are being transformed by grace. Sing for joy when you serve God's purposes. You have just been given evidence of the presence of redeeming grace. For further study and encouragement, 1 Corinthians 6, 1-11. All right, so sorry if that was a little, seemed a little slow or it seemed a little different. I was recording how I read that through this little speech app thing I'm doing, and apparently I talk too fast and don't take enough, uh, 
enough breaks, enough pauses, which is fine because I like the way I talk. <laughs> Hopefully you do too. Otherwise, you're probably not here listening. All right. So let's jump into this. There's like that whole list. Did anyone else feel like they're related to almost everything on this list? Like sinners tend to this. Sinners like this. Sinners are good at this. I'm reading that. I'm like, God, like, what are you doing? Like, this is, I think like one or two of these doesn't, doesn't like directly apply to me. Like, what are you doing right now? Like, I'm going to have to seriously evaluate my life. But again, that's the whole purpose. Like we should be doing that every day. Every day we should be reading the word, listening to the messages, talking with God and feeling like, Ooh, I need to reevaluate my entire life. So, um, I just kind of curious, I have a little note in here. How many of those describe you? So out of those sinners tend to not esteem authority, you know, sinners like to write their own rules, like going down that. I would love to know how many of those, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It looks like, unless I miscounted, and there's actually ten, um, which would make sense. How many of those do you think that you can identify with and feel like they describe you? Uh, so I highlighted this. This actually it's a paragraph, not a sentence. So smile when you obey. This is such a it, that's such an interesting concept to be like consciously aware that you're obeying and participating in grace and being like happy about it. So smile when you obey, you are experiencing the riches of grace. Give thanks when you submit, you are being rescued by grace. Again, just being conscious of this is, I think, would really change our lives. Celebrate when you make the right choices or the right choice. You are being transformed by grace. Sing for when, or sing for joy when you serve God's purposes. You have just been given evidence of the presence of redeeming grace. So this could seem silly or small or, you know, whatever. Like, oh, okay, so, you know, I could have cheated on a test and I, I didn't. I, I'm supposed to stop and rejoice about that? <clears throat> All these little things. It doesn't seem to make sense. Well, I wrote down this note. It says, practice obeying in the little things and uh, things in, uh, I can't read my own writing. And then you develop obedience like a muscle. So I'm talking about like my notes basically saying like, you know, you start these little things and your obedience all of a sudden it becomes like a muscle, right? So when you're like in the, I'm going to use a very classic example. So sorry if you're like 12 and your parent, I mean, if you're 12, you're already like on TikTok and know all this stuff anyways. But if you're like in the backseat of a car, making out with a girlfriend or boyfriend, and all of a sudden it comes up with like the idea, you're like, oh, okay. So if we keep going, we're about to have sex. Okay. I probably shouldn't do this. I know it's not something I'm supposed to do, right? If you start trying to like, you know, you've already, you know, broken curfew. You've, you're dating someone your parents don't want you dating and told you not to. You're like, you know, you're, you know, lied about who you're going to hang out with so you could hang out with them. Like all these different things, right? And then it comes to something and they, they get progressively bigger. And then they comes to something as big as like that. How are you going to be able to stand up and be able to be disciplined in that when you already didn't practice, you know, uh, or, or obedience and all these little things. So like a muscle, right? We, all these little things that God, you know, God calls us to obey in have all these little things and it's, it works up that muscle just like, Oh, okay. I did three push ups. Oh, that's pathetic. But Hey, tomorrow I can do four. And then a month later I can do 30. And then like, you know, a year later I can do 200 push ups and like that kind of thing. Right? Like you start off small and someone, in, in decent shape would look at that and probably make fun of you. Like guy is like, or girl is like over there trying to do push-ups and they're, they're doing like three push-ups and their arms are shaking. It's so embarrassing. They're such, they're so weak. 
okay, and that's true that they're weak, but you keep doing that for a year and then do that for 10 years, like you're going to be like the push-up master, right? So in the same way, when we, these little things, we are smiling, we're singing for joy, we're, you know, celebrating, like it's saying that when one day when a bigger thing comes up, we're able to uh, obey, right? So it's something big, like you need to drop out of college and go be a missionary, or you need to not go to the college you wanted to go to to play sports. You need to go to a, a Christian college and train to be a missionary or, you know, whatever it may be. If that's the first time, if you have a habit of not obeying and all of a sudden that, like, that's going to be very hard to try to listen to. But when you've lived your life with all the small things and the medium things and then the big things, right, then like the huge things are a little bit easier. Um, you develop obedience like a muscle, disobey the little things, and you have no chance against the bigger stuff. Boom. All right, guys, that's it for today. So my challenge for you is to, I want you to spend an entire day thinking about these, um, thinking about the little things that you obey in, right? And I don't mean like, oh, I went to the store and I wore a mask because they had a sign. I'm not, I'm ta- not talking about like, you know, like I'm, you know, oh, I didn't use my blinker, right? Oh, I didn't run the red light when I could have. I'm talking about like things that the Bible says, like morality things. Specifically, if you are able to feel, you know, if you're mature enough in your in your walk where you can hear, you know, feel the leading of the Spirit or, you know, um, type thing. So when the Spirit's leading you and guiding you in little things like, oh, hey, go say hi to that person or, you know, hey, you know what? Probably shouldn't watch this. You know, those kind of things. My goal is I want you to focus on it just like they have in like the business world, they'll have you like be conscious of what you did that day and write down everything you did. Or sometimes they'll have you write down like every time you were on social media, what you were doing and how long you were there. I want you to every time that you obey in a small area for this challenge is is to stop and celebrate. It can be a smile. It can be a good job. You know, it could be I'm going to go eat this candy bar. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> then you're going to be like, I'm super obedient, except for one area. I'm like super fat and I can't even move. And I probably should have spent more time, you know, treating this temple, God, the temple of the Holy Spirit with respect. Okay. I'm clearly starting to get a little goofy. So we're going to wrap this episode up. I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a blessed day.